Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? I cannot believe that it's already almost October. What is happening? So with the approach of October, it is the month in the Christian Health Club that I designate to overhaul our brains. And I like to tell people, just like your closet needs an overhaul from time to time, so does your mind. We all hear about how important mindset is, right? And that we have to work on mindset. But that can feel very airy-fairy. You know, like, how do you actually do that? There's a doctor I follow on Instagram who was like, I used to think mindset work was for hippies and people who have easy jobs. (laughs) And then she said, but no, honey, mindset work is the key to it all. That just totally made me crack up because I think a lot of us feel that way. Like who has time to sit around and work on their mind? And how do you even do that? But y'all, have you ever noticed how many Bible verses there are about mind management, because there are a lot. Proverbs 4.23 says, more than anything you guard, protect your mind for your life flows from it. And then Romans 12.2, we've all heard this, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Listen, you cannot transform in your life. You cannot transform in your body without first managing your mind. This comes up so much in what I do because people want to change. They actually know how to change, but they don't change. And it's all because of what's going on in the head. So I dedicate the month of October in the Christian Health Club to working on this. I mean, you can't do spirit, mind, body without the mind part. But so many people want to skip it. And I'm not going to let you skip it. So I've gathered up a month's worth of Bible verses and quick five minute brain rewiring activities. And we're going to put it into practice, as the book of James would say. If you're not putting it into practice, you are deceiving yourselves. That's what the verse says, right? We can talk about doing mindset work, but if you're not doing it, you're deceiving yourselves. You're not getting anything done. 
And so I have put something together for my group to work on in the month of October. Now I've based all of this off of a technique I've learned from a life coach I follow named Brooke Castillo. Well, actually you can't really follow her. She's not active in social media, but she has a podcast and she has a private group that meets only through Zoom and it's called Self-Coaching Scholars. She teaches people how to coach themselves, you know, basically how to work through their daily BS. I mean, there's, that's truly the best way to put it. <laughs> okay. And she does it by using a tool that she created and she calls it the model. And it's basically just this simple format, this written format that shows you how to process your thoughts to get better results in your life. And it's the most practical, tangible way that I've seen for someone to work on mindset. You know, I know, you know, a lot of people meditate and that's really wonderful and do affirmations. And I think that can be fine too. But sometimes I feel like affirmations are kind of like slapping on a happy band-aid, you know, like happy band-aid thoughts over deep, painful cuts. And it can help stop the bleeding, but it's not letting anything air out or addressing the wound. So when I found this life coach and I listened to her podcast, you know, she's talking about how she used mind work to lose weight, to stop drinking, to heal the relationship with her mother, to build a multi-million dollar business. I was like, okay, <laughs> I can get on board with mind work. So uh, I joined her group, Self-Coaching Scholars, which just means you become a scholar, become an expert at coaching yourself. And each month we would get a theme topic to work on, like time management or mastering emotional balance or relationships or working on an impossible goal. And I loved it. I loved it. We would get these daily exercises to do and we could join these daily coaching calls where anybody could be coached live with Brooke or, um, or one of her other coaches. And it was just fascinating I got coached uh, only a few times because so many people want to be coached in the Zoom call and um, you can, she can only get to so many, but you learn just as much from watching other people get coached because we're all going through so much of the same mind drama in one way or another. And so it was always valuable to hear and watch other people kind of work through and process their thoughts. Now, I got a lot of good feedback from y'all about um, the podcast I did when numbers trigger, you know, I just did that recently. And that was me processing my thoughts, using this technique, this tool, and everything that I learned from being in self coaching scholars. So I stayed in that group for a little over a year. But I had to take a break one, because it's kind of pricey. It's like $300 a month. I know right? I mean, that's a chunk, a change. It makes the $35 a month to be in the Christian health club seem like chump change. Um, but it was expensive. Yes. But also it was sucking a lot of my time because in addition to all the podcasts I love to listen to, I wanted to watch all of the daily coaching sessions. And so it was just, I was doing too much of that. I don't know if y'all remember back um, during Lent, one of my goals was to not listen to podcasts. Really, it was because I had just started listening and watching way too many of these um, 
<laughs> these coaching calls and it was just too, it was like all I was doing. And I was like, hello, I mean, you've got to work. <laughs> so it was just becoming too much time in my day. So I've taken a little hiatus from that group. I do miss it. Um, but I got so much out of it. And part of the reason I wanted to be in that group is so that I could learn and share and apply all the things I've learned and the techniques with y'all. And what's great is that Brooke Casillo is a very generous person. And she's always said, you know, feel free to share this technique of using the model as long as you, you know, tell people I created it. So she did. Um, and I've actually written a whole blog post about how to do the model, like what it is, what I'm talking about here. And what you'll see that I've done and what I have done in in the Christian Health Club and, and what we're going to do is just taken her concept of the model and just infused it and wrapped it up in the context of God's word, right? Because that's just where I always want to just ground us in God's word. And because there are so, there's so much said in the Bible about managing our minds and because God puts this lens over my eyeballs, it just worked out. And so um, I've created this month-long course that we do in the Christian Health Club, and I call it Self-Coaching Christians. You know, it's kind of riffing on self-coaching scholars, but we we do a lot of that work, but we ground it in the Word of God. And so we spend the whole month of October on this, and um, even though you can apply the technique of the model to any area of your life, like career or relationship or time management, for our purposes, we're going to spend the month zeroing in on body and health because the body that you have right now is the product of the way that you've been thinking, you know, and again, we have to heed this biblical advice when it comes to every part of our lives, including the physical health of our body. We've got to manage our minds. It is 100% our responsibility and privilege to do so. You know, God has given us free will, but we do have that responsibility and we do have that privilege to take the time to really manage our minds. And the more we purposefully align our thoughts with who we are in Christ, the more our reality reflects his abundance and his glory. And I like to say kingdom living starts with kingdom thoughts. So the way that I have it set up in the Christian Health Club is that we're going to work on mind management around a different health-related topic each week. And so to start the month, um, I'm going to ask everyone to pick one major health goal to focus on. And week one is all about fleshing that out and getting our mind right around it so that we can accelerate the results, whether it's to lose weight or meal prep or run a 5K or do an extended fast, whatever the goal is you are going to achieve it better and faster by spending five minutes a day reframing your mind on making it happen. So my October goal is going to be to put a workout plan into action. I've been very spotty about my workouts, you know, beyond my daily walking. I'm always committed to those. I love them, but I, you know, I'll do some kettlebell swings here and a sprint here you know, I used to be really good about doing sprints on Saturdays, but now my son is into football season and we have to leave town every Saturday. And so I don't get a chance to do those anymore. 
Um, but I have started going back to my take Jesus with me to yoga class on Wednesdays. <laughs> um, but you know, overall, I'm just, I'm having a block about getting into a really good routine. And I, I want to manage my mind around this, you know, cause I do, I'm going to build some strength and muscle. And so, uh, that's going to be my goal for October. In week two, we're going to talk about body image. In week three, we'll be all about overcoming emotional eating. And then we're going to wrap up the month with uh, belief, the belief scale, and kind of dealing with overcoming excuses. Now, we could spend an entire month on each of those individual topics. That's how they do it in self-coaching scholars. But, you know, we got other things to do in the Christian Health Club. So we're just going to pack it in and keep things moving. So we're just going to have a month that we just like blow our minds. Like literally, we're going to blow our minds um, with new thoughts and what we can accomplish in this month. So I thought that today I would share with you what we're going to be doing in week two around body image and beliefs about our body and the way we kind of regard our body. Which again, I think, you know, people blow off as something like, yeah, I probably should work on that, but whatever. Who has time? You know, but I want you to make the time. And so whether you are going to be doing this in the group with us, or if you're not in the Christian Health Club and, you, and you're just a regular listener to this podcast, listen, you can get a journal and do all of these things that we're going to talk about today. Okay, it's very easy. So just listen, listen in, and then and take it with you, okay? This is important because when it comes to body image, I can't tell you how much that body hate and dysmorphia lead to overeating, undereating, yo-yo dieting, obesity, health problems. I see this over and over with people I work with. You know, they know what to do, but they don't do it. And I can give you all the food advice, lifestyle advice, supplement advice in the world. But if you don't take the time to process your emotions about your body and food and the circumstances going on in your life, it can be like hitting your head against a brick wall when trying to lose weight or overcome a health issue. So we're going to take this time to clean out our minds of everything that we're thinking about our bodies and reframe it in a way that gets us better results. Like I said, it's like a closet overhaul. And if you've read the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, it's a good book. Um, but you'll know that Mar author Marie Kondo says that you must first take everything out of the closet so that you can see what you have and examine what is worth putting back in. So we're going to Marie Kondo our minds, right? And I have a feeling that this is going to inspire a lot of people to go and clean out their closets <laughs> as well. So that's a good thing too. These really do go, go hand in hand. Um, okay, so the first step is just like cleaning the closet, you got to take all the contents out. You can't really clean and organize a space until you've, you know, purged the contents, especially when it, you know, comes to your closet. Such a small space, you just got to get it all out. And so with our minds, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to do a brain dump. Now, Brooke Castillo calls it a thought download, but whatever you want to call it, it means getting all of the thoughts out of your mind 
and onto paper. So just like your closet, you can see what's in there. You know, how do you see what's in your mind? Really kind of all in one place. You do a complete brain dump. You just uh, you download all your thoughts on a piece of paper. So I want you to get a piece of paper or get it in, in your journal. At the top of the paper, write my body. And then girl, you just let it rip with everything that comes to your mind. I mean everything. Good, the bad, the ugly. Give yourself time to just let it all come out. And even when you think you're finished, squeeze out some more. We've got some deep, deep thoughts down in there, you know, that need to come to the surface. We've got a lot of things stored in the deep subconscious and recesses of our mind that, you know, we are not even aware that we think. And so give yourself time to do this. Seriously, y'all, you could spend $1,000 in therapy to get to this issue right here, which is to face what you really think about yourself and your body and what is possible. And it can be a little painful to do this exercise. And, you know, that's okay. We got to see what we're dealing with. I've done this with some one-on-one clients. When we're at a point, we're stuck. You know, like the person knows what to do, but finds herself in a self-sabotaging pattern. And when you've got thoughts in your mind like, my body will never be thin again, or there's something wrong with me, or it's hard because my body is getting older, or I'm a sugar addict, you know, whatever these thoughts are that, that are playing constantly in your mind, probably without you even realizing it. Because you just kind of wear it like it's your truth. You know, I am a sugar addict. I'm older, so, you know, can't lose weight. It's hard to lose weight when you're past menopause. You know, they become your truth. And it becomes your results. So we have to take captive these thoughts, but you can't take them captive unless you're aware of them. So that's what this is all about. And once you see them all on paper, you'll have a better understanding about why you're showing up the way that you are in your body. Mark 6.22, I'm sorry, Matthew 6.22 says, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. The way you see yourself, the way you think about yourself, and the way you talk to yourself will all affect the actions you take and the results that you get. You cannot constantly berate your body, whether you know it or not, whether these, these thoughts are running through your brain on automatic pilot or not, or you're, you're actively aware of them, but you can't have that and expect positive change. So if you look at this list that you made, look at these words that have been in your brain, that's how you're speaking to yourself. Are you okay with that? I mean, you might have some great positive you know, thoughts there, and that's awesome. But if not, if there's just a whole list of negativity there, are you okay with that? And the question I would ask is, if Jesus looked at that list, would he be okay with it? Because I think we break his heart 
I really do. I think we break his heart with the way that we think and speak about ourselves. You know, he's like, this is my beautiful, beloved, chosen, intelligent, awesome creation. You know, it must be so painful for him to see what we think about ourselves. And what an insult to our creator, right? He's like, girl, I made you perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, so one of the other activities that we do as part of this um, this week of really getting a handle on body image is to write ourselves a letter from Jesus. Like if he looked at that list that came out of your brain about yourself and then looked at your sweet face, what do you think he'd want to say to you? You know, how would he describe you? Does that totally make you want to cry right now, right? <laughs> Try writing the letter. Do it in the letter. You will bawl your eyes out because I did when I did it. And, you know, it took me five minutes. I wrote, Dear Chelsea, and then it was like, he just like took over and all these, you know, all of this just started flooding my brain with, oh my gosh, how would Jesus speak to me? And now it's like, it's one of the most treasured things I have written in my journal. So do that. Okay. So, you know, you've got your, your brain dump and then you've got your paper at top, right? Dear, you know, state your name. <laughs> And then just let him supply the words. I promise you he will, if you'll just take the time to do it. He will give you so many new thoughts to hang in your closet, to hang in your mind closet. Because we don't want to keep thoughts that don't serve the body we want to be in and don't align with who we are, with who, you know, with who God says we are. We want to align ourselves with who God says we are and not what the world says about us, you know, not what social media or TV or coworkers or your family members, you know, we want to align who we are and what we think about ourselves with the Lord. So, okay. Marie Kondo says that after you have everything out of your closet, you know, it can be kind of overwhelming. You like dump everything out of the closet. It's all over your room, right? <laughs> And so then you have to decide, okay, what am I going to keep? What am I going to get rid of? This is the most important process. You don't want to rush through this. Marie Kondo says that you need to hold each article of clothing one by one, like hold it in your hand and only keep it if it quote unquote sparks joy. I know it's a little bit kooky sounding. It's a little like esoteric, you know little pie in the sky if it sparks joy um but you know we could bring it on down a country notch and just say you know if it's a heck yeah there you go that'll work right that's what we use in feast of fast when we're being discerning about our food like is it a heck yeah is it even worth keeping in my diet I mean why am I eating this if it's not a heck yeah so it would be the same thing like why am I keeping the shirt or these shoes. I mean, if it's not a heck yeah, it's a heck no. Get rid of it. If you really want to cultivate your closet, I mean, you got to be a little ruthless. You got to get rid of things that don't align with the body and the style of how you want to show up in the world. And it's the same thing with our thoughts. 
You don't want to keep thoughts around that don't serve the body you want to be in. You've got to cultivate the thoughts that do lead to the body you want to be in. Why keep the unflattering shirt or the uncomfortable shoes? Why keep unflattering and painful thoughts? Got to get rid of those. Put those in the throw away, give away, go away pile. In John 15, 2, Jesus says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. If the thoughts about your body are not going to bear fruit, you know, if they're not aligning with who you are in Christ as a daughter of the king, you have got to get out your clipping shears and snip those suckers. Right? Now, I know, like, when you're going through your closet and you're, you're trying to get rid of stuff, like, putting stuff in that throwaway pile is hard. And it's the same with our thoughts. Like, clipping those thoughts out of our brain, like getting them out of our brain is hard. They're, sometimes they're on this repeat channel. We've thought them for so long. And that's when you have to call in your holy snipper. God stands at the ready to help you with this. And so one of the exercises that I want everybody to do that you can do in your journal, if you're following along here, is to write down the thoughts that you don't want to keep, some of those ugly ones that came up in your brain dump and your thought download, ones that you know that don't produce fruit. They're not going anywhere good for you. You write it down, you cross it out, and then you write this verse from John 15 to right under it. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. This is how we use God's word to prune us into our best selves. We get better results when we align ourselves with the word of God. We clip off these dead branches that weigh us down, that get us nowhere and keep us in self-sabotaging action. And we replace them with ones that bear fruit, that get results that ripen us into our best self, right? If you are, if you look at the way that the model works and how your thought leads to a feeling, leads to an action, leads to a result, you will see how a thought like, I'll never be thin again. I'm too old to lose weight or I'm never going to figure out my skin condition, or whatever it is. It will lead into a self-fulfilling prophecy. It will be the result that you get. So you got to get rid of those thoughts that do not serve you and focus on the ones that do, that are fruitful, that will lead to the feeling, actions, and results that you want. And the awesome thing is that you can decide on new thoughts, what you want to think about your body. You can decide anything you want to think about your body. There's nobody to stop you. Thoughts are a choice and you can choose what to think just like you can choose what to keep in your closet. So part of the next, you know, the next piece of this is coming up with new thoughts to replace in your mind closet, right? You know, we get a rid of a bunch of stuff. That's great. But sometimes we got to bring in some new pieces to fill in the gaps, 
need some new shirts, a couple new pair of pants, right? We need some new thoughts to hang in there that we can really focus on. And so you can come up with your own or you can borrow some from your Jesus letter because I bet he gave you some pretty great new words to wear like you are perfectly made. That'd be a great one. I am perfectly made. Now, it can feel weird when you start doing this, especially if you're like been a person that beats yourself down. It can feel weird and self-indulgent to think bold, complimentary, positive thoughts about yourself. You know, you were thinking me, beautiful, capable, strong, intelligent, worthy, self-disciplined, lovable. You know, it doesn't, it might feel off. But it's what your creator says. And so you have full permission and cause to wear those words. It kind of reminds me, all this reminds me of a time I took my sister-in-law shopping I might have told this story on the podcast before. In fact, I think I'm pretty positive I did last year in the uh, Don't Bargain Shop Your Body podcast. This is not the first time I've talked about clothes and shopping <laughs> in a podcast. So forgive me if you've heard it before, but it's relevant here. So one time, my mother-in-law asked me to take my younger sister-in-law shopping. This has been a long time ago. Um, my sister-in-law is, she is just a hippie at heart. You know, she's never been into clothes. And so my mother-in-law was like, please here, take my credit card and go help her pick out some things. And so, I mean, it was so fun. We had a blast, you know? Um, so I helped her pick out some things. We're shopping all around. I'm like, Hey, try this on, try this on. And she was resistant to a lot of the clothes we took into the dressing room. But I said, just try it. I mean, you don't know how it's going to look or fit until you try it on. She was used to wearing like big t-shirts and baggy jeans. But once we got her into something that actually fit and flattered her shape, she, she was like, wow, I look like a whole different person. And she totally did. You know, and beyond being able to see her lovely figure that was hiding under her, you know, huge Grateful Dead t-shirt, you could see her you know, her posture, her whole countenance changed, you know, she just, she put those clothes on and she was like more mature, more confident. She was happy. She wore the jeans like right out of the store. She's like, I love these. You know, at first she's like, these are going to be too tight. You know, I'm like, "Uh, no, honey, they just, they fit. (laughs) So it was really fun. It was a great fun day. But my sister-in-law, the point is she had to step out of her comfort zone and try on things that felt very foreign to her. You know, a lot of things she didn't think she could pull off. You know, and this is exactly how it feels when we're kind of in this process of reframing the way that we think about our bodies, our abilities, possibilities. You know, it can feel strange, ill-fitting, and hard to pull off. But the more that you focus on thinking these different thoughts, hanging new thoughts in the closet, And especially the more that you write them down, you rewire your brain to start thinking in this way. And there's a scientific term called neuroplasticity that refers to the brain's ability to reorganize itself with different thoughts and feelings and behaviors, which is exactly what we're talking about here. We wanna disconnect that old thinking. And it's hard because it's like wires. 
you know, we got to clip these wires in the brain and rewire it with new thoughts that lead us to better results in our lives, more fruitful results. And so what I would ask you to do is to write down new, some new thoughts. And I call them I am statements. Okay, so write your I am statements. I am perfectly made. I am a precious vessel of the Holy Spirit. I am meant to have a body that is healthy. I am fully capable to control my health. I am smart enough to figure this out. I am able to stop when I am full. I am worthy of the time it takes to meal prep, workout, and rest. And the reason I like to do these I am statements is because it's it's like invoking the power of God in it. You know, if you remember that Jesus said, I am the vine. And God told Moses, I am who I am. Tell them, I am has sent you. When you write down these thoughts, starting with capital I am, you are putting the power of God in it. You are rem- reminding yourself that you are aligning yourself with the power of the Holy Spirit. So write down some of these new thoughts, you know, in this way. How do you want to think about your body? How do you want to show up in the world? You know, we all tend to gravitate toward certain styles, you know, when it comes to our clothes, like, you know, some people are preppy or some people are kind of boho or some people might like athleisure wear, you know, like kind of that athleisure look. Um, But we all have that kind of the styles we gravitate toward colors and prints that, you know, we tend to gravitate toward over and over. Um, It's just kind of our style. If you look in my closet, it's pretty casual. Um, But there's a lot of black and navy, I would say those are my signature colors. There are there's quite a bit of animal animal print and stripes. I mean, most of it is actually very plain and boring, but if there's going to be anything other than a solid neutral color, it is likely to be animal print or striped or maybe Mexican themed because I have quite a few of those Mexican embroidered shirts that I just love. They're very me, but I, I definitely gravitate towards these, you know, these same styles and prints. They're like my signature look, so to speak. I know what I like. I know what my head gals are. I know what works for my body. Like stripes, for instance, really work well on me because I have a long torso. And so all of those things are me. You know, they're my particular brand of style. And people recognize them. They associate that with me. You know, my best friend just recently bought me a shirt and it has that Mexican embroidered look and it's got some ruffles around the sleeveless part. And it's so me. I mean, she nailed it because she knows my style. You know, and I like having this signature style that people recognize about me and knowing that when I look into my closet it makes sense it's like that's me this is what I like you know there's I try to I've done a lot of cultivating of my closet over these past years some of you maybe you've read I have this whole series on um on when I did the oh the capsule wardrobe experiment when I like clean up my closet and only kept 30 pieces of clothing to wear for, I don't know how long I did it, three months. I don't know. You should go read it. (laughs) It will, if you really do get into this and then clean your closet, it will inspire you. But anyway, I've gotten really good over the years about 
cultivating that closet, my closet to really match up with my style and my personality. So there's not much any more in there that doesn't fit me physically or, you know, in personality wise. And so, but I like this idea of applying a signature look to having signature thoughts. You know, just like, you know, for me, I like stripes and animal prints. I like black, I like navy, like Mexican theme. Those are just kind of some, you know, signatures. So if you had to pick three signature thoughts, like who are you, you know, about your body? Who are you in your body? What would those be? You know, who do you want to be in your body? What feels good? How do you want to show up in the world? You know, what, what will you be recognized for in your body? You know, the first thing that kind of comes to mind is like my posture, you know, my, somebody look at me and see me all hunched over and kind of down and defeated or, you know, my shoulders back. Is my chin up? Keeping my crown on better. (laughs) Right? And, you know, we hold ourselves differently when we're in clothes that we like and when we're in thoughts that we like. And so it's really awesome when everything on the outer and the inner come together to just present that person that is you your signature style. Matthew 7, 16 says, you will recognize them by their fruits. And it just kind of reminds me, you know, this thought reminds me of that, you know, like you're recognized by how you show up in the world. And what is your posture? What is the way that you feel about yourself? It just, you know, it beams off you one way or the other. So just really refine those I am statements, those thoughts, like, what do you want those to be? How do you, you know, how do you want people to regard you? You know, like, look, she's aging so beautifully, you know, and that, that would be a statement like I'm, I'm aging beautifully. (laughs) That's what I'm doing here. I'm just aging beautifully. That is my signature style about aging, you know, or it could be, I'm happy in the body I'm in. I mean, when you really are, that just radiates. You can tell somebody that's really comfortable in their body. Or I am an example of having food peace. Like that's a signature thought I want to have around my children's. You know, I don't want them um, seeing a mom who yo-yos from one thing to the other. I want my daughter to have a really, you know, all of them. But really I want my daughter to have that good example of just a mom, you know, she's, yeah. She eats salads and sometimes she eats cookies and she does, you know, and it's okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like it's not okay and berate myself. I don't want her to think that there's something wrong with that. So, you know, that's one. Um, Or just, you know, maybe I am the hands and feet of Christ in this body. Like that, you know, our purpose as an excellent vessel of the Holy Spirit. And I want to be healthy for that. That's a signature thought. Or how about, you know, I am a fierce protector of this body. You know, and I think that would, that would result in the fruits of taking care of your body. If you're a fierce protector of the body, you make the time to cook for yourself or choose healthy foods or exercise or go to bed, rest, you know, call it a night. Sorry, I got to go to bed and get my beauty sleep. I'm a fierce protector of my, of my sleeping time, you know, so just think about that. Think about your signature body thoughts, because it does 
radiate off you, it does lead to those results, you know, that you get. Oh girl, we gotta hang the goods in the closet, whether it's your clothes or whether it's these thoughts. I cannot stress enough how powerful it is to clean up your brain. You know how good it feels when you're done cleaning your closet, right? I mean, it's it's messy there for a while, right? It's, it's like it has to get messy before it gets better. All the stuff's everywhere in your room. But if you'll just do it, it's so rewarding when it's done. And you have this whole renewed sense about yourself and your style and how you show up in the world. And I promise if you'll dig into some of these exercises we talked about, if you will take the time to do them and learn how to use the model, again, you, you can go to the blog post I have called Self-Coaching Christians. It'll teach you how to walk you through that, teach you how to do it. Your thoughts will get better and faster results in your health goals, your weight loss goals, honestly, any goal. So I am excited for October. And again, you know, if you're in the Christian Health Club, get ready because we're about to flesh out this October goal that we're going to work on. We're going to clean up the closet of our minds. It's just, we're going to blow our minds this month with everything we're going to do. But I encourage all of you to not blow off this mindset work, right? The Bible tells us, directs us to do so. And it's how we integrate this true spirit, mind, body approach to health. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.